Do you know more about the Real Housewives than you do about your own family? Do you have strong opinions about Cody Brown's move to Flagstaff? I know I do. If that also sounds like you, then this is the podcast for all your reality TV pleasures. Recaps of episodes, reality TV gossip, and whatever I may feel like sprinkling in between. So come along with me, your host Catherine, on my adventures in reality TV. Hello everybody. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Another midweek episode here of Adventures in Reality TV. I told you I'd be back to do cover the finale. And actually it kind of works out perfectly because um, I was feeling kind of down on myself on Sunday. I was like, shit, Catherine, you said you were going to do both episodes in one. And I was just out of steam. And I think I started realizing I was catching like a cold or something. So um, if you hear me <laughs> sniffling or something, it's because I think I'm catching a cold. But um, yeah, I'm feeling a little bit better and, you know, definitely have the energy now. Also, today we got some breaking news. Well, I don't know if it's breaking necessarily, but we're at least um, hearing about it now that uh, the one-on-ones for Sister Wives are coming. The first part is starting this weekend on Sunday. And we saw a clip, People Magazine, People.com. Do people get People Magazine anymore? Do they make magazines? <laughs> Do they make magazines anymore? Um, but anyways, People.com on the website released a clip from the one-on-one this weekend, or what we'll, we'll see, and Mary, it's essentially Mary's reaction to Cody saying in a talking head this season that he considers himself divorced from her, and that if Mary wanted to take another lover, he would be, he would have no problem with it. And Mary essentially says what we all were thinking, that, you know, he says this whole big thing about Christine didn't consult him and didn't talk to him at all uh, when she got a, when she divorced Cody. However, he essentially is doing the exact same thing to her, which is true. And she also brought up a very interesting point that Cody... And her had talked about, well, if you feel this way about our marriage, say that, like, you don't want me to be married to you and that we don't act like a married couple, then why don't we address it publicly? Probably because Mary was like, you know, I'm getting fucking chewed out online by people calling me an idiot for staying with your ass because we're not married anymore, or at least you don't want to act like it. Um, And Cody made it out to be to her that, oh, I don't want to address it publicly because I don't want to deal with the judgment from it. Probably because he knew, oh, everybody's realized this was going to happen and is going to call me an asshole. And also, I, I don't know when this conversation happened. Um, I'm kind of, one. I'm, I'm confused by when this happened. Not that I think Mary's lying, but that, um, so casually this season, he had no problem saying he considered himself married from, or divorced from Mary. So, in one instance, he's telling Mary, oh, no, I don't want to say anything publicly. Well, I know what it is. It's so it would allow everybody to keep putting the blame on Mary. And so he really did her dirty. I guess this is my mea culpa to Mary. So I will be welcome to the Browns Thanksgiving because I'm giving my apologies and my amends to Mary. Nah, not totally. But I will say I take back a little bit of my calling her clueless and not having you know, uh, what's the word? 
confidence in herself to leave Cody because I definitely can see now Cody made it out to be like, oh no, I don't want to talk about this publicly. I don't want to be judged. And Mary, being a good partner, supported him in that in terms of being like, okay, I will make sure that we don't, you know, address this and so you don't have to deal with the out, the public, you know, outcry of it, whatever it is. I mean, Cody's always getting shit from the fandom because he sucks. So, it, really, Mary couldn't do him any more help. He was just going to get shit anyways. <laughs> but instead, it turns into Mary catching a bunch of flack. And then, just in this season, he has no problem dropping it like, oh, yeah, I consider myself married from, or divorced from, I keep saying married from Mary. Divorced from Mary. Uh, <sighs> That's just a shitty thing to do, man. And, I, I mean, are we surprised? Are we surprised that Cody's doing this? No, of course not. Um, but it was just, I thought that was a very interesting bit of a, I don't know, some nuance to the whole situation. Because I don't think anybody expected that that conversation had happened between the two of them. And that Mary was willing to publicly disclose, like, no, we don't consider ourselves married, married anymore. So, you know, I guess now officially... It is what it is because uh, Sukanya, the host of the one-on-ones, was asking Mary, you know, well, do you get to decide that you're divorced? You know, he said it. And Mary essentially was like, well, I mean, he's already said it. What else is it? <laughs> like, <laughs> she can't at this point say, nah, I'm still married to him. <laughs> like, we're literally talking about the clip where he tells you he isn't married. Well, he's telling the world that he doesn't consider himself married to you anymore. Yeah, I don't think really Mary gets a decision in this. It's just what it is. And I mean, I kind of give Mary a lot of credit that she's able to sit there, you know, and she doesn't cry. She doesn't seem upset. She doesn't, you know, she very plainly, matter-of-factly says, yeah, this is what's happened. And like, clearly he's made this decision already. So breaking news today, it is 12, 15, 22, uh, 6.55 p.m. where I am. I am putting it out there in the podcast ether. Cody Brown is a monogamous man now. Now the question is, will Robin want to be with him? Because she didn't want him, you know, for his romanticness or, you know, because he's some stud. She wanted him because of the family, because he'd be a good dad, because of the plural wives. She doesn't want no monogamous relationship with Cody. Ew. Ew. Only her he's banging? Ugh. She wants sloppy seconds, sloppy thirds. She's... Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> I am curious, though, what Robin is going to have to say about this. Because it was funny in the previews for the one-on-ones, you know, Robin's little talking bit is, oh, the wives pushed him on me. See, you know, they wanted me to just take him off their hands and said, here, deal with him. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that necessarily, but we'll see. We'll see. I found that fun. I, wow. I mean, in a week, we've gotten an announcement of two of the marriages being over. <laughs> These are historic times, people. Historic times. But anyways, I'm excited that I was able to get the episode out today. Um, so yeah, I could talk about it right as it's popping off and people are reading the news, seeing the video, all that type of stuff. So uh, are you happy for Mary? I, I mean, duh. I am. I would assume everybody else is. But let me know. Are you happy that she, I guess, has finally said the damn thing? That he has decided they're divorced? Um, 
Are you not happy? She did say that she would be open to reconciling. God damn it, Mary! You're so close! Um, but yeah, anyways, I... I'm very excited for these one-on-ones, especially now as I'm going back through my notes for the season finale episode that, wow, we are going to get just some gems from Cody, I think, in these conversations with Sukanya and that fucking, I talked about it in the last episode, that fucking outfit he's wearing. He looks like a zhuzhed up fucking, I don't even know, Book of Mormon salesman, like sleazy stuff used car salesman, something like that. I don't know. Anyways. (laughs) Uh, Before I forget, and I keep forgetting to do this during the episodes, I should plug the social medias. So follow the podcast for some more fun online um, at Instagram, on Instagram, at Adventures in Reality TV, and then also on Twitter, at Advent in Reality. So we are there. We are. I'm there. Uh, I try to post regularly, try to add to my story regularly, Uh, but you can message me, let me know, are you enjoying other reality TV shows? I was also, I'm starting to brainstorm some ideas of stuff I want to talk about in these coming weeks and in 2023 when the uh, Sister Wives one-on-ones are over, since that season will be done, I'm... I'm hesitant to talk about old episodes just because it's, there's a lot of podcasts who are already doing that. And while I could offer some more insight and my own funny takes on the episodes, I don't know if I necessarily want to like just add another recap of the first season because we all, I mean, really in the first season, it's just the initial information we get that Cody has three wives. He's including the fourth one now. They have these kids. So it's not really until further on seasons that they start having, like, really interesting, weird stuff. I mean, the whole fucking show is weird. Come on now. But, you know, the whole different things, like them moving to Vegas and then, you know, trying to figure out getting the houses and the cul-de-sac. Like, that is more of the interesting stuff. Um, Where now, I actually watched some of the first episodes earlier this week, and it's very odd to see how different the wives act now as opposed to then. They look very different. Um, I mean, Robin is... <laughs> Robin's younger than me when she first comes on the show. She's 30, and I'm 31, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, I can't imagine being... I mean, also, Robin and I had very different backgrounds. <laughs> I did not grow up a fundamentalistly Mormon. A fundamentalist Mormon, but I, I couldn't imagine being 30... And being like, yeah, I'm going to marry this guy and uh, join in with his three other wives and his 13 kids. And just, that's what we're doing now. Oh my God. It's so crazy to think that she was that young. Like, I guess, I don't know, 30 is you're a full grown adult. But to me, I I just feel like, ah! (laughs) And also she seems so matronly and old now. Like, I, I, she's... Just the way she dresses now and the way she does her hair is so matronly and she almost tries to come off as like a 55-year-old woman when really she's only like 41, 42. I don't know. Robin's weird. But yeah, there's other stuff too. Um, 
you know, I saw in the first couple of episodes where Christine literally is bringing up right away that, like, she feels like she's losing her best friend by Robin coming into the family and that um, Cody is spending a lot of time away because he's courting Robin and she lives five hours away from them. So, like, that's that's a lot. And you're a husband with three wives, a fuck ton of kids, and taking the time to go and drive five hours to go hang out with your girlfriend, who you're probably banging. Come on now. Like, and, and this is another funny part. And then I'll get into the episodes. <laughs> Sorry. This is kind of all over the place. Um, that's what you get for a midweek episode. It's kind of chaos and loosey-goosey. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So in these earlier episodes, when Cody does propose to Robin, he propose- proposes to her with a string ring that one of the kids made and Robin acts like she is just oh that is so cool that's that's so cool um and then also I guess Cody and Robin sealed their engagement with a kiss and we see it on camera uh Christine gets really really upset and acts like it's like cheating that he sealed it with a kiss because they didn't kiss until their wedding day her and Cody I'm sorry. <sighs> These people are adults. They have children. Robin's been married before. Cody and Robin are fucking. Plain and simple. They were banging before they got married. There was no way. That man is driving five hours to take her on a date. And what? Is he going to stay at a Motel 6 or something after and not bring her with him or stay at the house? Get the fuck out of here. There's no way. I, Robin and Cody were fucking banging before... I, they probably banged the first night they met. Get out of here with this whole, oh, they sealed the engagement with a kiss. They sealed it with more than that, Christine. Sorry. Well, 11 years too late, but they sealed it with a little bit more than that. Okay, I'm done. Sorry about that. I just had to ramble a bit. Um, but yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do for episodes after this season ends. So I'm, I'm brainstorming. And if you have any ideas or things you like... Um, I was thinking maybe some Jersey Shore, some Teen Mom, uh, I started watching Real Housewives of Miami, um, and that's been pretty good. Yeah, I don't know, just, I've been brainstorming. So anyways, we are gonna talk about the finale, like I said earlier, uh, and this is a good one. We, remember from last week, uh, I kinda went off about Cody and (laughs) Robin not being vaccinated, so surprise, Robin does survive covid and her and cody have triumphed over covid now cody has this idea that um it was stupid for him to be scared of covid now robin has the idea that it was correct for her to be scared of covid i don't know where they land on that now i guess we'll find out in the one-on-ones but um so the finale starts with the wives and cody they are meeting at mary's house um I mean, again, like I said, the only reason she has that house in Flagstaff is for them to meet up and talk at it. And so I guess the plan for them is to have Janelle show the wives her building plans for her casita. And I thought it was funny. I noticed that Robin and Cody showed up separately. I think Cody may have showed up with Janelle and they play off very cool. Like, hey, how's it going? Probably for the cameras. I'm on to you. Um, but I guess this is the first time they've all gotten together since Christine's moved, so I guess that's been a few months. <laughs> You'd think maybe one of you would pick up the phone and say, hey, we should get together. Okay. <laughs> so 
Cody walks up to Mary's patio table, and Mary asks how he's doing, and he makes a stupid joke. He's like, I'm six feet over. I'm not under. I'm living. Uh, you know, he said the COVID was rough. Everybody got it except his daughter, Aurora, because like I said before, she was quarantining in her room and didn't see anybody, yada, yada, yada. Um, Cody, in a talking head, said he's still tired and weak, and it was definitely a bad case. Again, I say no fucking shit. You're 50 years old and unvaccinated. <laughs> and this is kind of funny. They all sit down at the patio table at Mary's, and Mary says, if anyone cares, I'm COVID-free. <laughs> and Cody, like, kind of laughs. He's like, oh, yeah? Did you get tested? And she did, obviously, but I don't really think Cody gives a shit. Um, so, yeah, if anyone cares, Mary, Cody doesn't. And then this was so ridiculous. Cody thinks that, um... In a talking head, he says, the people who only had it for a few days or lost their sense of smell, a.k.a. Gabe, because remember last episode, Gabe was saying he had COVID in early January of 2021, and it was a mild case for him, and he only lost a sense of smell. Um, Cody says that people should feel sorry for him because he's still rebounding for co from COVID. Um, and to that, I say, fuck you, Cody. You can suck my big, fat, donkey dick. No. Nobody feels sorry for you, sir. Not happening. Back in the conversation, Janelle asks if they want to see their house plans. Um, and Cody goes on some more about he wants to get five lots on the property. Mary seems fine with that. Whatever, because she's like, I won't ever live here. <laughs> so then Janelle in a talking head says she isn't going to get any... She knows she's not going to get anyone to, like, go, ah! And prioritize paying off the land, but she's, you know, at least using this as a way to, like, show the wives that, you know, hey, I'm ready to go. Maybe take a fucking hint. <laughs> so Janelle says that, um, and, and this is funny, in a talking head, she says, like, Cody doesn't like when he asks her about the land. And he'll say, I don't want you to ask me when, about the land. I get so mad when you ask me. And essentially Jel Janelle is just like, nah, I'm gonna keep asking because, like, this is my fucking estate. I, she doesn't say fucking, but she does say, like, this is my estate. And she has every right to be concerned about that. Well, Robin isn't so down with this. Um, you know, I know the original plan was for them to sit down and look at these plans of Janelle's casita. But Robin wants to turn this into more of a shit-talking session about Christine. Because she says at the table, it's weird that they're just talking about this now with Christine leaving. Um, Christine left months ago, uh, and so I guess in Robin's mind, since they haven't touched base, in her opinion, Robin feels it's just weird they're jumping into the conversation about the land. Well, Robin, if you maybe wanted to talk about this, you could have picked up the phone and called one of your other sister wives. So, you know, whose fault is it for being weird? You're not so innocent. <laughs> but yeah, so Cody is like, I mean, sure, you want to talk about Christine leaving? It's not a taboo subject. You know Cody's all game. He's like, sure, cameras are here. Let's talk shit about Christine. You know, it's my favorite pastime. <laughs> and also, like, you know, Robin is just dragging her feet. She's bringing this up, you know, to drag her feet to not actually have to talk anything about the land. Um, and she'd rather spend time talking shit about Christine. Come on now, we all know this. Because she knows that Christine told her, oh, I don't want to have any relationship with you. Robin took that as she also meant her kids. And so, you know, Robin's like, fuck you. I'm going to talk some shit. <laughs> um, this is interesting. Mary is being quiet as usual. But Cody looks at her and says that she's acting weird about it. 
And Cody, I don't think I've ever heard him have this affect before. But he's like, you can totally say what you want. It's totally cool. And I, like, Mary, you could tell, is just like, what the fuck? And she's like, I'm not being weird. Robin brought it up. Which I'm glad Mary kind of advocates for herself a little bit here, which I'm happy to see. Um, And then Robin starts saying, she has the nerve to fucking say, they need to talk more in this family. Um, you know, she says there's a big lack of communication. It's a big thing. It's a big deal. Robin says, um, at the table that in the next part of her life, she wants to be better. And Cody kind of like smart assly asks like with me or with everyone kind of like, oh, you better fucking answer correctly. And you better say everyone, not like my bitch ex-wife Christine who only wanted things better with me. (laughs) Um, Robin, of course, her and Cody must have been talking because Cody has been saying a lot these last few seasons, last few episodes that they've been sweeping everything under the rug. And that's what Robin says, too. Um, And Robin considers that, you know, Christine leaving should have been a wake up call for them. Okay, whatever. Does it really need to be a wake up call for you, Robin? Nothing has changed in your life. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyways, uh, in the conversation... Cody says they just need to get to pure honesty and that they've been fake and they were pretending they were happy um, and then it turned out Christine wasn't. And Janelle is like completely silent through this. She can't even look at Robin throughout this entire conversation, I noticed. And then we see Janelle in a talking head and she's pretty much, she's like, I don't know what there's really to discuss. I don't want to bash Christine. Um, and she's like, I don't really have anything else to process about it. Christine's left. Like, in Janelle's mind, she's like, she left months ago. What else are we supposed to do about this? I mean, I guess you could talk about it, but, like, go to therapy, Robin, if you're that upset about it still. I mean, I, it's funny. I was literally just talking to my therapist this week about you shouldn't judge your own emotions because I have a very bad problem of judging my emotions. But I can judge Robins, goddammit. That's the whole point of me having a podcast is to judge someone else's emotions. So that's what I'm a fucking do here. Robin, get over it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so then we, they start talking again about this one house on Coyote Pass idea. So a few seasons ago, for people who aren't familiar, Cody spent a fuck ton of money to have blueprints drawn up and an entire, like, 3D modeled on... Well, it wasn't a 3D model, but it was um, essentially, like, a 3D tour, visual tour of a massive house for all of the family. And (laughs) I think Surviving Sister Wives calls it the Biggie Housie, and I love that. But, um, and it's kind of become, like, an adopted term in the Sister Wives fandom. So I don't want to steal it and, like created as a term of mine so I want to say it's surviving sister wives term but yeah essentially Cody came up with this biggie housey which also getting blueprints for a house drawn up is pretty fucking expensive isn't it like should I I'm gonna google this hold on how much do blueprints cost for a house drafting plan oh between $800 and $2,700. Oh, I guess that's not as expensive as I thought. I was expecting it to be like 10 grand. <laughs> okay, so maybe he didn't spend a lot of money to get those done. Maybe he spent at most like three grand. Anyways, it's three grand that could have went towards like Isabel's surgery. Just saying. So <laughs> this 
big house comes up in the conversation at Mary's in, in the current episode. And um, Robin brings up that, you know, she was, Christine was very much against the one house. And, well, I'm sorry, sorry, I got mixed up. Cody brings up that Cody was against the big house. And she was. She was very adamant from the beginning when Cody brought it up. She was like, Christine can, or Christine said the wives can have fun and he can live in that with his three other lovely wives, but she won't have any part of it. <laughs> um, and Robin pretty much took this again as like Cody was saying, oh, all of you were against the house. And Robin was like, no, she didn't speak for all of us. And so Robin continues to say Christine was very much against the one house and I guess Cody and her had had a big conversation about it and Christine had ended up dropping a lot of truths uh, to that in that conversation that I guess Cody didn't like and he probably reported that back to Robin. So then we see um, oh man I miss it my notes got messed up. Yeah so we saw the flashback of Cody showing that big ass house plan. Christine hated it and said there's no way I'm gonna have any part of it. Janelle says that Christine was definitely the most vocal about it. Um, she, Janelle was pretty much the only one who wanted the house. And Mary and Robin, of course, were saying they don't know, as usual. They don't know about Coyote Pass. They don't know about this. So what was that, Robin, about Christine not speaking for all of you? You don't know if you want to be in that house either. Because you have your own big-ass house. And also, Mary's house is fucking big. She lives alone, and she's in, like, a four-bedroom mansion. Well, it's a four-bedroom It's a big house, okay? It's a big-ass house. Anyways, so then in the conversation, Janelle asks, are you guys still interested in one house? And Robin, she's like, after all this stuff with COVID and how we've all treated each other, absolutely not. Almost like, oh, my God, could you imagine, Janelle? Uh, and, you know, Robin, this is where she gets a little spicy, and she says they have a lot of shit to figure out before they get together in one house. I was like, ooh, Robin's, Robin's heated when she actually starts saying, saying real swear words. Um, and so, and she says this last year and a half has shattered her idea of the family. This last year and a half, Robin's been shattered, okay? <laughs> Anyways. I, I'm so sick of Robin saying she's fucking shattered over her husband's wife leaving him. Okay. Cody responds uh, to Robin saying he thinks they failed because of Christine leaving. And Robin starts getting weepy and, you know, this is when she really starts getting into it. She's like, we don't need to fail more and we need to fix it. And they keep talking about fixing these problems, okay? Robin always keeps saying we need to fix the problems, but never what the problems are. And... Cody says that COVID just revealed them all and revealed all of their cracks and stuff. Um, and Robin is like, yeah, I know. We got to work on it or we're going to disappear as a family. I thought she was about to be like, yeah, bro. <laughs> but it was kind of funny that Cody was like, well, COVID just revealed all of our problems. And Robin's like, yeah, it's literally what I was just saying. <laughs> um... You know, Cody has to then, in the talking head, he has to put blame on the women because he has to say, you know, I don't know what to do here, but they aren't doing anything either. Well, you're the husband. And also, they're fucking busy taking care of your kids, you asshole. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. Robin says um, the blame is pointed at her as much as everyone else, and 
She just wants to know if they're going to be a pod or, you know, the nucleus for the kids to come home. All immediately, I just thought was pod people, pod people. Because <laughs> that's where my brain goes. Um, and then Robin, you know, continues sobbing even more, sobbing Robin, and says that Christine leaving has put her in a very dark spot. In a talking head, uh, Janelle reveals that Cody would tell her stories about Robin telling him things Christine did. and So essentially, Cody would be like, oh, Robin told me all this shit about Christine. And Janelle knew it right away. She's like, I saw this as a way of him convincing me to be on his side and, like, see how awful of a sister wife Christine was. Um, you know, and so Janelle even says, she's like, that's been going on for years. So how is it a shock that Christine should leave? Like... What? And I love that Janelle is saying this. This this episode and the previous episode, Janelle is letting the truth out. She's letting the chopper spray. We're getting right that, 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 Janelle. I love it. Um, and then in a talking head, Robin claims she doesn't know what conversations C- Cody and Janelle are having. But, um, you know, she learned a long time ago that venting to Cody about her frustrations with her sister wives just hurts her relationship with him. So, you know, she just is loyal undyingly loyal to him and she just doesn't talk about it anymore okay I can't forget I'll never forget earlier this season when she said I don't talk to Cody about my frustrations with the other sisters because those that's somebody that he loves too (laughs) oh yeah that's why you don't bring it up I'm sure uh and then Cody in a talking head he is saying that Janelle and Christine have claimed complained about each other thousands of times okay so you're just literally proving the point that they all complain about each other. Robin complains about them. Mary complains. Like, all of it. <laughs> um, and so, Cody, back in the conversation, he's going on some more about, you know, we, the family didn't want what he was pushing them to be for so long, and he's blaming Christine leaving on that. But now that Christine's gone and, You know, he's saying that now we're lamenting it and saying, oh, you know, this is awful Christine left, but they really actually don't want to be a plural family. And then Robin gets a little more, you know, she kind of perks up and she bites back and is like, that's not true. You don't get to put that on me, Cody. And then Mary says to Cody, I don't think you should say what people are thinking and feeling. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. Cody should have learned that like 40 years ago, but I guess today is the day. So then we get a really good talking head with Mary. Um, And this is good. She says that she really wants to say something here and she's really, 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 really questioning if she should. And then she kind of has this moment of she like closes her eyes and you can tell she's really debating it. And I'm like, do it, do it, do it, do it. (laughs) So, um... And then in the the talking head, after a second of kind of that silence, she gives a breath and she goes, it's about my situation with him and I can't decide, but I'm just going to. (laughs) And when that, I saw that, I'm like, let's fucking go! Mary says in the conversation, it's interesting hearing him talk about this and the parallels that's happening with him and Christine and her and him. And that it's disturbing because some of the things he's frustrated about with Christine, he actually did to her. Which is what she brought up in um, this clip that we saw today that came out. That, you know, 
Cody was so mad that Christine wanted to leave him and made it seem like, oh, she just sprung it on him with no consultation. He did the same thing to Mary, you know, and he wants to work it out with Christine, but not with her. Good point, Mary. Good point. Um, then in the conversation, Mary, you know, she, or not Mary, Robin, Robbie, Mary, Robbie, Robin, uh, she starts thinking it's time to mount her high horse. And this is when she says, if people don't want to stay and work it out, I need to know. And this is when Mary, I loved this. She looks Robin right in the face and says, Robin, I think you and I have had enough conversations about this that you know exactly where I'm at because I'm still here. It's what I want. And that kind of shuts up Robin. In Robin's case, she claims that she loves that Mary is saying she wants to keep the family together. But she's purposely keeping herself quiet because she doesn't want to intimidate Janelle and Cody into thinking they have to conform. So what was it? You were asking, you know, you get all up in arms and get all fucking patronizing. Oh, you guys had to tell me. Not patronizing, passive aggressive. People need to, you know, if you don't want to stay and work it out, I need to know. But then you say you want to keep yourself quiet, not to intimidate Janelle and Cody to conform. Hmm. Okay. Get out of here, you pious bitch. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, Cody says he's exhausted. Who cares? I don't care. Um, and then he says, if you're not with me, you're against me. F off. And then he says, ironically, Mary's trying to support him and he doesn't want a relationship with her. Just tell her that. Then, I don't, like, especially after hearing this clip today and stuff and, like, how Cody said he didn't want to address this publicly, but then now was so easily being, like, I don't care. Mary can go find another uh, spouse. She, I'm considering myself divorced. Like, it's nothing. Just, that's gross. That's abusive, shitty behavior, Cody. Fuck you. <laughs> so, um... Janelle then says at the table in the conversation, she doesn't know if she really wants to do the work, you know, and she tells everybody she feels like she has to choose between her kids and this group, and she feels like her kids aren't welcome. And then Janelle tells Robin that Cody said the boys can't come to Christmas unless they apologize to Cody, and that ain't happening. So then Cody doubles down in a talking head and pretty much says that the issue with Gabe and Garrison is that they didn't respect his COVID rules. And I bet if you talk to Gabe and Garrison, they would say it's a lot more than that. <laughs> but then in the conversation, like a total fucking dick, Cody says he's not going to have Gabe and Garrison around like the alcoholic family acting like nothing happened. That's what he's equating his sons to being is alcoholics that are acting like nothing happened. Um... And this is when Janelle gets a little buck at Cody. And she's like, they are not the only kids who have problems, Cody. And then Robin acts so surprised by this. Robin goes, you say there's more than Gabe and Garrison? And Janelle says, yeah, there's an overall unhappiness with her kids. And Robin, of course, plays this off like, why don't I know this? And why can't we talk about this? And, you know, Cody equates this just to them talking shit about, his about him behind his back. Because, you know... If he doesn't know what they're saying and, you know, Janelle is just telling him this, then they're just talking shit. <laughs> and Cody is like, well, why don't I know anything about this? And Janelle's like, because you haven't been around. So you don't see all the input I'm getting. Which, good. I'm glad she fucking said that to him. Um, of course, Robin is so confused in her talking head. She has no idea that this was the case. And I love what Janelle has to say um, in her talking head. Right after that, she goes, 
Robin acts like she's never heard this before and she's just pretending because Cody is a blabbermouth and keeping anything secret um, and can't keep anything secret. And she says this whole confused thing happens a lot, but Cody leaks like a sieve. Ah, I love it. I love it. Janelle is like, I know Cody can't keep his fucking mouth shut. So this is not the first time Robin has been hearing about this. Exactly. Robin and Cody have a monogamous marriage. Even before this announcement of the wives of they have had a monogamous marriage for like six years now. There is no way Robin did not know that Christine packed his shit up, that Gabe and Garrison were having problems with him, or more than just Gabe and Garrison were having problems with him. Like all of this shit. And I'm so glad Robin acts like this that and brings it up like Robin does this whole fucking confused thing all the time and it's she's just pretending. So uh, then this is when Janelle says in a talking head or I'm sorry in the conversation that she would rather spend time with her kids. Um, and, you know, that's where, Chris, you know, Christine was. Cody says that uh, he has to wonder if Janelle is on his side always about fucking sides with him it's always about sides robin asks if uh cody wants to reconcile with gabe and garrison he says he does and in a talking head she says she doesn't even recognize this family anymore like the way that cody is acting and everything i get that um you know and then janelle says that she feels like there's two worlds pulling at her and then robin under her breath does this she's like there should only be one it should only be one world Okay. Then we get this interesting Codyism uh, in a talking head, and he calls Robin the only good communicator in the family. Uh, and he refers, he makes an analogy to her being a donkey on the grinding mill. I, I didn't quite understand this because I don't live on a prairie, um, and I had electricity growing up. But uh, Cody is essentially like, she's saying, he's saying she's the donkey that like turns the mill grinder that or like like grinds the wheat or something and he's like it's an unfair term but it's a compliment you know because she's the one that like just keeps showing up to do the communicating or something so she's the donkey that's circling the grinder of course it's a a compliment in cody's eyes to call his wife a donkey but okay fun fact i played a donkey in a elementary school play once and i practiced how to hee-haw for like a week straight and made my voice hoarse because of it. Anyways, nobody needed to know that. <laughs> so, uh, then in the conversation, I think we get maybe a little bit of a glimpse of what Robin is dealing with with Cody. Um, that she kind of like starts sobbing and she says that because Cody is married and still going through a divorce, you know, usually monogamous guys, they get married and then they'll, like, go date and do stupid stuff, Robin says. But instead, Cody is still married, and so he is lining up all women and saying that they suck, and so that includes her and Janelle and Mary. I would like to elaborate on this more, Robin. Like, what? Are, where is this coming from? Like, because I'm not... D doubting it at all. I'm sure Cody hates women. I know Cody hates women. Um, but, like, Robin kind of, like, lets us out, and it was like, what? I need to know more about this. Because <laughs> I think it was, like, a little glimmer of truth coming out of, a ro out of Robin about how Cody actually views women and the anger he's probably taking out on her. 
Because I won't doubt that, that Cody probably does take out anger on Robin of and his frustration that he has with Christine. Um, I, I, but yeah, I would like to, I would love for her to elaborate more on that, please. <laughs> this is uh, the part where we get to Cody's, you know, Cody always has his ignorant ass misogynistic line of the day. Uh, and this is where he says in a talking head that men and women bear different burdens in plural marriage. This man is about to try and convince us that a man with multiple wives is worse off than a plural wife. And Cody then says he knows men who have left plural marriage finding out none of his wives loved him. Really? Well, let's ask the wives if they uh, felt loved by their husband. I can't believe Cody wants to say this. And then (laughs) this, I was like, Cody then says, plural marriage isn't all beer and Skittles. And then he has, this fucking man has the nerve to say that plural marriage, it's not for men. There's a different burden, but he doesn't want to mansplain it to the cameraman. But you know, if you have to share your husband, why would you do that? So what is he saying? He's first saying that plural marriage is not for men, which, um, I think Joseph Smith would argue against that because literally plural marriage was created by men for men to have as many wives as possible. So, and literally plural marriage is built on the idea that the man is the leader and the king of their family. So that's just like factually wrong. Cody, you're just an idiot and you're just trying to make it out to be like you're the victim here when really you've just been a shitty husband to four women. Sorry, not sorry. Um, but then he also is saying, you know, like, men and women share this different burden. I would think that women carry all of the burden, Cody. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? But he doesn't want to mansplain it to the camera person. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. But I also, I did love that plural marriage isn't all beer and Skittles. Remember that, people. I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Um, oh, damn it. I lost my place in my notes. Oh, I have like 25 pages of notes across the two episodes. I'm unhinged when it comes to this stuff. Um, all right. So yeah, Cody is telling us plural marriage ain't beer and Skittles. And then, uh, I, I don't understand how Robin just continues to say all of these silly platitudes. She's just like, I want to get this figured out. That's it. Nothing else to say. She just wants, she just says all of this stupid shit. I just want to get this figured out. We have problems. We don't communicate. Well, then communicate, bitch. Say something. You got a TV camera right in front of you. We're all tuning in. Say something. (laughs) At this point, they've been going on now for like 20 minutes. So Janelle's like, well, I got to go get Savannah. And so Mary and Cody are like, well, I guess you can show us your house plans another time. And Janelle perks up real quick. She's like, well, I can show you real quick. I told Savannah I'd be a little late. And so, you know, she rolls out the plans. And almost Robin got her goal to have it just be a shit session and no Coyote Pass talk. But, you know, we did sneak in those plans. Um, You know, and Cody then in a talking head is like, oh, well, now we're happy and looking at plans. So I guess we're just ignoring this now. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, now we are at Robin's house after this conversation. Cody is packing some stuff up, and he said that Janelle decided to get a new apartment before Cody got sick. And then he says, she moved while I was sick, I think. 
this man has no... Also, remember, you know, he said he had no idea what day it was. That's probably why he forgot his son's birthday last, uh, you know, in October. <laughs> so, yeah, he thinks she moved while he was sick. And, yeah, so Janelle and Savannah, they got an apartment because the RV was not cutting it, and especially in the winter. Uh, and it's, it's definitely a smaller apartment, but more space than the RV. Uh, and so they have a lot of stuff to move in. You could tell when they're filming in there, there's a lot of stuff still in boxes, and, like, it's definitely chaotic in there. Um, and so, yeah, this is Cody's first time coming over to see the apartment. And he walks in and, like, has to make Savannah give him a hug. And in a talking head, this says a lot. Savannah says that um, this was the first time that she had seen Cody since he got COVID. And she says it doesn't really make much of a difference because he's not around a lot. Um, and most of the time when he does come around, it's more like for a visit and not actually like it feels like he lives there. I can definitely see that. I remember last season, Christine saying when Cody comes around, it kind of throws a wrench in their usual schedule because he's usually not there. And like, I mean, you can't pretend someone's living with you when they really aren't. Um, and then Savannah, being the sweet girl that she is, says in her talking head that she understands why uh, Cody's not around and, you know, how it's become less frequent. He didn't like the RV. And Savannah, I think, understands Cody in that regard because I don't think Savannah liked the RV. That poor kid. She's being so understanding and trying to be so sweet. Um, but, you know, she says now that they're in an actual, a better place, an actual building. So she's hoping that in this case, he will come around more. And sorry, kid, don't get your, don't keep your hopes up. So uh, Cody walks into the bedroom, his and Janelle's bedroom, and immediately says, oh yeah, this isn't enough space. And then he says in a talking head that he's an afterthought for Janelle and that, you know, he just kind of fits in wherever. Remember, plural marriage isn't for men. It's not all beer and Skittles, guys. It's just for women, so they can do whatever the fuck they want and live the lives that they want and just, just be whores and bitches. <laughs> I would not be surprised if that's what Cody thinks that women want to do in plural marriage. Anyways, so in the bedroom, Cody is then complaining to Janelle. He likes to have a higher nightstand lamp to read. <laughs> so I guess the bedstand that's next to their bed is too low, so he's not. Gonna, it's going to be like reading in the dark for him, I guess. So he's going to need a taller lamp in the corner. All this shit, all, all of this shit, you know, Cody is just trying to come up with so that he can make it out to be that it's not comfortable. And even in a talking head, Janelle says, I was worried Cody was going to judge this apartment because Cody likes nice things. And Janelle says it's a pretty standard college town apartment, which it is. You know, it look, it's, it's not like a dump, but it's not like a luxury. It, it's not what he's used to, like at Robin's house. Um, you know, Janelle said it wouldn't meet his preferred standards, and we then get another shot of Cody walking through the room, he's like, God, this is so weird, it's just so small, and Janelle tries to make it out, she's like, oh, I kind of like it, it's like we're newlyweds, like, just starting out and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, look at Janelle actually trying to make this work and make things sweet, and of course, Cody, it's just, can't do it. <laughs> So then we actually uh, get a little pop-in scene with Christine, and she is in South, uh, South Lake, <laughs> SLC, Salt Lake City. She's having a little barbecue with her kids, um, Aspen and Mitch and Truly are there, and uh, I think at this point she's been there about two and a half months, and so she's feeling right back at home. She's gotten to see her mom, her sisters, her dad, uh, Mitch, 
Aspen's husband, so Christine's son-in-law, asks how she likes it, and she just says she loves it. She's so happy. Um, she was planning to see her kids all the time, and she actually is, so that's good. I assume all of Christine's kids are vaccinated. I think they are, except Peyton, because Peyton sucks, but that's, a, that's for another time. Anyways, in a talking head, Christine says um, she told everybody she would be coming back to Flagstaff to visit, but she did not realize how hard that it would be. And so, like, every time she drives down, um, you know, she goes around this hill and up this curve and she sees the mountains and she makes this joke. She's like, yes, the same mountains that I said the angels sang to me. <laughs> and we get a flashback of when they are showing the kids and everybody a couple of years ago. Uh, Coyote Pass for the first time, and Christine makes her little, like, ah, noise, um, you know, because she claimed that the angels were singing to her in those mountains, and I love that Christine has the ability to laugh at herself and say, like, oh, yeah, the same mountains that I said the angels were singing to me from. Um, so now, uh, she says that she feels like Flagstaff is just a huge weight, and so, you know, she just doesn't want to go back to a place that has so much heartache. I get that. Like, it's like, you don't want to go drive down your ex's street or something. You know, like, I know that's, like, very trivial, but it's like, yeah, you don't want to go back to a place where you have just really bad memories associated with it and a lot of, like, pain and stuff. I get that. So then, um, we get another flashback of Cody's blow up when Christine was telling him that they moved, you know, the stabbing in the kidney and... Then we just kind of hear Christine reiterate that she said she wasn't she wasn't sure how bad that would go, but the, when Robin asked if she would want to fix any of her relationships, you know, at first Christine thought, oh my god, no, I can't go back in the past, like, I have to do, like, I can't do this. But then when she saw Robin's kids a few days after at that um, awkward-ass goodbye, <laughs> She realized that her answer came off to Robin like she also meant she didn't want to have a relation with her relationship with her kids. And so after Christine realized that, also because Christine is a nice person, a lot nicer than me, um, she realized that that's how Robin took it. And so she gets why it could be so hard for Robin to, to deal with this. And so, you know, Christine is being a nice Christian. And she's like, I think I need to build a bridge with Robin, but, you know... She doesn't know how. <laughs> like, me, I'm like, ah, Christine, don't fucking worry about it. Those kids will realize when they're older why you did what you did. <laughs> oh, man. But anyways, um, so we are now back at Robin's house. And this is kind of the final conversation of the season. And back at Robin's, all the wives and Cody are back together talking outside I thought Cody wasn't scared of COVID anymore. So, like, why aren't they, why are they still freezing their asses outside? So, go inside. <laughs> like, Cody is claiming, I'm not scared of COVID anymore. So, um, I guess when they're filming this, it's a week away from Thanksgiving last year, 2021. And Janelle is going to North Carolina, like she told Cody. And she's going to spend the holiday with Maddie. Mary asks uh, what she's doing for Christmas, and she does say she'll be around for Flagstaff, and this is when she says that her kids are going to be renting an Airbnb because they don't feel welcome. And this is Cody. Cody starts getting activated, and he goes, he says that he never said they weren't welcome. And Janelle says, okay, well, with an apology. 
And then Cody says, no, I reversed that. I just said we weren't going to not talk about it. And then brings up this thing like, oh, the alcoholic family again. This is the second time that he's referred to Gabe and Garrison as the alcoholic family. And says that, you know, we're not going to be the alcoholic family that has a fight the night before and then not talk about it. What is he, what is he trying to get at here? And then Janelle says, well, your boys are as stubborn as you are. <laughs> okay. And Cody tries to continue arguing, but also is saying that he's not stubborn. <laughs> right, yeah, you are not stubborn, Cody. Then why don't you pick up the fucking phone and call your kids? Oh, you're not stubborn? Janelle then tells them, um, you know, everyone is coming to Flagstaff for Christmas. And Cody's, like, shocked and wondering why he didn't know anything about this. I'm like, if this is a month before Thanksgiving, or I'm sorry, a week before Thanksgiving... You have over a month's notice, so, like, I don't know. I feel like that's not being sprung on you. <laughs> like, like this is you knowing about this a good month or so in advance, so I don't think... Like, Cody's trying to make it out to be that Janelle is, like, trying to spring this on him, but she's not. Um, and then, you know, Janelle says, well, you told me they can't come around until they respect you and apologize you, and... Cody is just so flabbergasted. He denies that he said that. And Janelle is like, yes, you did. Like, you said this. Um, you know, in, in a talking head, Cody says that, you know, this is just Janelle trying to put the blame on him to the boys and make him look bad to the boys um, so he can continue, you know, to take the heat. And it's like, and having, I don't know, it's like having the boys not spend Christmas with you he considers that like a betrayal or something it's like well you you want them to apologize I'm just so confused by what Cody said why am I surprised that I'm confused by Cody anyways then Janelle brings up that in January Christine and her kids are gonna come home so like Isabel is gonna come home and then she's gonna bring Truly and stuff and they want to see the family in Flagstaff this is, this sends Cody. This is when he says, this is exactly what I was afraid of with Christina leaving. Christina, Christine leaving. Cody thinks Christine coming, um, so the kids could come to, to see him as a betrayal. And he's like, he's asked the other wives, like, is this just me or is this also a betrayal? And they both, Mary and Robin stay silent. They don't say anything. So in Cody's mind, he thinks this is a betrayal that after Christmas, they are extending the Airbnb that Janelle's kids are staying at so that Christine can bring her kids to see Cody. And Janelle is like, how is that a betrayal for the kids to come see you? Don't you want to see the kids? And then Cody says, oh, I'd like to see the kids, but you're talking about everyone going to some neutral zone? This is my house. I don't, what is it? So you want everybody to go to your house or they feel like alienated and like it's a negative area? No. I, I'm like, so what's wrong with having a neutral zone? Like, wouldn't that be a good thing after you've been recently divorced? <laughs> it makes no fucking sense. Janelle, again, she continues to reiterate, well, the last thing I knew, the boys were told they can't come here until they apologize. So they figure with me, they would stay with me. I don't have the room. So they got an Airbnb. So then this is when Cody just kind of sighs and he asks for the other wives to weigh in. So, you know, because he can't shoulder this whole thing. Janelle is talking in a talking head. She's like, so now Cody's calling in the reinforcements. 
She's exactly right. This is what always Cody does. It's like he did in the last conversation when he looks at Cody, Mary and says, Mary, why are you being so weird? You can talk the truth. It's because the only time he wants to hear from his wives is when they're ready to shit talk for him. Mm-mm-mm. So then Robin, very meekly, she's like, well, what do you want us to comment on? Cody asks the wives to have some sort of opinion. He says, well, I have some sort of opinion because, you know, the Christine... The Christmas thing is bugging him, and every time they talk about family stuff, he just gets broadsided. And Janelle keeps reiterating to Cody, you told the boys they need to apologize before they were welcome. Robin continues staying silent like the fucking coward she is, and Mary actually speaks up. And she says, well, it did seem like when we talked at my house a few weeks ago that maybe, like, he'd change his mind or, like, didn't need them to apologize and it would be fine. And I thought Cody maybe made it clear. Cody is angrily, like, pacing and putting wood in the the bonfire as this is going on because Cody, like, can't contain himself. (laughs) Um, In a talking head, Janelle pretty much says that after Cody recovered from COVID, he said the boys would have to apologize to Robin. And there's been no movement from Cody on his side either. So if he's not expecting an apology, he isn't doing anything himself. <laughs> and Janelle even makes the point, she's like, I'm not going to leave my kids separate in Flagstaff to go have Christmas with Cody and Robin and Robin's kids. And Mary even agrees with her and says in a talking head, like, if I were in Janelle's position, I would go see my kids too. Like, thank you. Even Mary, who fucking, her and Janelle never have gotten along, can see where Janelle's coming from. <laughs> So then back in the conversation, um, Cody says, you know, I totally remember saying that I changed my mind and, you know, you just didn't hear it. And Janelle just claims that, you know, this is the information she was working with, you know, and he had told her multiple times that they had to apologize. And then, you know, Cody at this point gets really nasty and he's like, please do not communicate to my kids for me. And Janelle's like, well, what the fuck do you want me to do? And Cody's like, say call dad. And this, and Janelle's completely right. In a talking head, she's like, they're not going to have any conversation. Cody is just going to insist on the same thing happening, getting an apology for Robin. Also, Cody, you're the fucking parent. I said this a bunch in the last episode. Like, you are the parent. Take the fucking first step and reach out to your kids. Like, maybe take this as a lesson as a parent to teach your kids how to do some conflict resolution. Like, I'm... I hate him. Um, Then Cody tells Janelle, you know, we have bad enough communication as it is. He doesn't need her communicating to him. Communicating for him. Oh, I would want to smack the shit out of him if he said that to me. Um, But yeah, I'm loving Janelle's brutal honesty here because then she says, you know, like, all he wants them to do is show respect and apologize to this amazing person in the family who did all these amazing emotional things for us, a.k.a. Robin. Yes, exactly. Yes, that's all. And he mentioned this at Fat Olives in the last episode saying, you know, we had this person come into our family who's kind to us and she perceived something different. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, and then pretty much and back in the conversation, Janelle's like, I don't know, unless by some God given miracle, you guys work your stuff out like we're doing Christmas separate. And Cody asks, like, Janelle is not taking any culpability in this. And, like, Janelle is like, culpability? What the hell are you talking about it? 
And he says that she's culpable in not respecting him and reinforcing his COVID rules. And Janelle just straight tells him, like, she's been being made to pick between her kids and him, which is very true. And, you know, Cody says, oh, they were belittling his rules. And, you know, with Cody, though, it's all about people just didn't respect him. And then we get into a talk about the last Thanksgiving. So this was Thanksgiving 2020 they're talking about. And they're talking about the rules that Cody gave to the whole family so that they could all be together. Janelle claims that those rules weren't given to them until two weeks before Thanksgiving. And that wasn't enough time for everybody to do all the stuff they needed to do. You know, so Janelle is claiming to Cody she did not have any of the rules for him to see them together for Thanksgiving last year from March to November. And this is when... Cody yells, he's like, you did too, that's not true. So Janelle starts to grab her purse, and finally Robin pipes up, and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Then, this is another Oscar moment. I didn't realize we were going to get two Oscar moments from Cody in this season. He starts throwing a goddamn fit. Starts standing up, sitting down, standing up, and he starts yelling, Sorry, I'm mad as hell. Everyone put this shit on me. And when I finally get from COVID, that was a death-like experience. Oh, I wonder why. Because you were unfucking vaccinated, you piece of shit. And so then Cody continues going on. Man, I just tried to get everyone. I realize now you just can't run from it now. I just wanted to protect my family. What if my little ones were in the spot me and Robin were? Robin, I can't believe I've done all this to save you. To save Truly. I got criticism. Oh my God, he is going on and on. He literally stomps his feet. He rubs his eyes. He is regressing to a four-year-old. He's standing up and screaming. I was expecting him to start kicking his legs. Like, I mean, he is throwing a fit. Um, and then this is when he goes, this is his best line, because Cody, the most persecuted, just, you know, marginalized man in the world, he says, He's been persecuted for 18 months trying to protect his family. My heart is broken because of this, and Christine left because of it. Now Janelle is really ready to go, and Robin, of course, is piping up, and she's like, let's just keep talking, you guys. Let's just keep talking, even if it's intense. That's easy for you to say as you keep staying silent, Robin. Um, and immediately Janelle rolls her eyes at Robin. I love that. Um... You know, and she says to Cody, they see it all very differently, and it's not her fault. He's acting like this is her fault, and he says it would have been great to have some backup. Janelle tells Cody again, she's walking a tight line between her adult children and all the rest of them. She's followed the CD CDC guidelines. You can hear Janelle's voice catch a little bit here. You can tell she's trying hard not to get emotional here. Um, and this was great. In a talking head, Janelle says, Cody's acting like I'm a COVID denier. I followed all the CDC guidelines. I wore a mask. I washed my hands. I washed my hands. Hell, I'm vaccinated for crying out loud. Yes, finally, someone fucking talks about it. I didn't know if it was TLC being a bitches, didn't want to fucking alienate anybody. Ooh, we don't want to get into politics. It's not politics, it's public health. But I'm so glad that Janelle even said like, hell, I'm vaccinated. I was waiting for her to say something like, even him and Robin aren't, but... Can't get too much all at once, okay? Um, and then Janelle says, like, she doesn't have to stand here um, and defend herself. She doesn't have to be beaten to submission or made to kowtow. You know, and in the last 18 months, she's learned that she's good and she's independent. 
So she's not going to stay and be yelled at. She doesn't deserve it and she doesn't need it. Damn right, Janelle. Um, so Janelle says she doesn't want to be here anymore. Cody pretty much makes it out to be like, you can't just keep running. <laughs> um, and then Cody then starts going into his sob little boy shtick again. I'm sorry. I just went through a really dark place. And then Janelle says, I understand. And then Cody just snaps again and says, you didn't give a shit though. Look at you. You're just missing it. And that's when Janelle's like, you know what? I'm done. And she gets up, starts walking and of course, St. Robin is like, can we please keep talking? Please, Janelle, please. Then Cody, almost like in a threat, he's like, Janelle, this is a really bad idea for you to walk away right now. Like, is that a threat, sir? What the fuck are you talking about? Um, and so Janelle turns around. I wish she would have just kept walking and like thrown a middle finger up, but that's me. And so Janelle turns around and she says, all you're doing is yelling at me. And Robin says, you know, if he stops yelling, can we keep talking? <laughs> oh my God. I would want to punt Robin in this. Like, stop being so pathetic. Janelle looks at her watch and she's like, I have a few more minutes. <laughs> and sits back down. I was like, damn it, Janelle, that would have been such a great exit. But okay. Um... You know, so then I guess Robin takes this as her time to start talking. And she says there were a lot of disagreements in 2020. So is there a way to come back from this? Janelle sits back down. She kind of like scooches the chair away from Cody. Um, and again, just reiterates the whole thing she brought up was the rental, uh, with the rental and the Airbnb, whatever, was because Cody demanded an apology. Um, you know, and then Cody says, well, they were accusing Robin of putting out the, the rules for COVID that I made up. And whatever you know this is all what it comes down to cody is like oh i just want them to apologize to robin because they were being mean to her um you know and then cody suggests oh maybe it's too raw and we just skip christmas this year that's of course the other tactic he goes to is okay well being mean isn't working being the sad little boy isn't working well now i should just say well screw it we we'll just should give up mary chimes in and says from experience, the more you ignore situations and put off talking about it and don't work on it, the more and more you grow apart. <laughs> and we hear no response from Cody. Then in a talking head, um, Mary says that she thinks Robin takes a lot of the blame in their family lately, but uh, there's been times like that for everyone in the family. And Janelle agrees. She thinks they've all taken the blame at times too. And Janelle's like, shit, I know of times where I've been the one that takes the blame. So like, this isn't just Robin, goddammit. So, um... You know, I, Janelle and Robin are kind of like, okay, fine. We need to be willing to come together for the best of it at Cody, for the best of it at Christmas. And, um, Cody then claims like, you know, that's just not it. It was always, you know, Christine just left, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know what he's trying to bring up at this point. He's like, I, I guess he doesn't want to sweep things under the rug, but then it's okay. But then now it's because of the divorce. And so this is when Janelle says in a talking head, Cody always wants to fall back on the divorce because, you know, that's his go-to. Poor me, I've been divorced. And Janelle says, well, you know what? You were an equal participant in the divorce. It did not broadside you. Ah, another one to add on her cap. Thank you, Janelle. Um, you know, and then... Oh, I wanted to puke and rap and was talking. She then goes into this, Cody, you've dealt with a lot of rejection this past year and a half. With the Christine stuff, it's it's made it like more in your face. And that's hard. And you want people around you to pick sides because you're going through pain. 
No, he's picking... Ah, shut up, Robin. <laughs> so then as Cody, um, he's like, he apologizes for his outbursts and claims he should have known better, but continues to have bad behavior. So I... No, he doesn't really know better. Um, and then, you know, like, Cody is about to acknowledge, like, yeah, I'm making Janelle choose me or else, uh, you know, or else I'll reject her. And then Robin, like, chimes in and is like, yeah, but you wouldn't, you, you had just gone through the last two years of COVID with your kids. And, and if that hadn't happened, it wouldn't hurt like it did. Oh my God. Of course, Robin is here. N never could Cody just take some accountability. Robin has to come up immediately and sweep up all the dirt behind him. No, 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 no. It's, if things weren't so hard, this wouldn't be the case. I swear, Cody, I understand. You're just an asshole and you say terrible things and you have these awful outbursts in front of your wives. It's, it's just because things are hard for you. God, get her the fuck. If I were Janelle, I would be like, can you shut up and let this man actually take accountability for once in his life? Oh my God. Um, and then interestingly, Cody says in a talking head, marriages are complex and the relationship between parent and child is complex too. And that he has his own vast complexities with his parents. And then we get um, a very old picture. Kind of, I think it was like a graduation picture with Cody and his parents. And oh my God, Cody and Gabe are fucking twins. It's scary how much they look alike. <coughs> Excuse me. The only difference is the hair, pretty much. Like Gabe has dark hair and Cody has like toehead blonde hair. Um... And then Cody says he has his own daddy issues, and now he's passed on to his kids' daddy issues. And I need Cody to stop saying daddy issues, because he says it like three or four times, and I don't like it. Um, and Cody's like, I have no idea. Maybe I haven't told them I love them enough. Uh, you know, in Cody's mind, he thought he was making huge sacrifices. Um, but I found this very interesting. Surprisingly, Cody then says, you know, Gabe and Garrison are probably having heartbreak just as much as him. And he then says, they probably wanted me to be as loyal to them as I wanted them to be as loyal to me. But we've been at war with each other. And I was shocked to hear that come out of Cody. I was shocked to hear Cody actually have the consideration of someone else's feelings. I was like, what?! Cody is actually able to put himself in somebody else's shoes? Get out of here. Am I... Is this what I'm seeing before I'm dying? Like, okay. Um, you know, and then back in the conversation, Cody starts wondering if they would have would still be all together if they decided to move to Utah when Christine wanted. And, um, because I guess now in this moment, Cody thinks that's why Christine left. Uh, maybe in five minutes he'll think it's COVID again. I don't know. And then Robin says, well, I don't know, because at the time you were saying you didn't want plural marriage and all your wives are terrible. You know, it wasn't fair. It was stupid, blah, blah, blah. Um, and Cody is like, no, I'm not talking, I'm not talking about plural marriage. I'm talking about like the wives' relationships within plural marriage. I'm cynical about them. So essentially some more misogynistic shit coming from Cody, pretty much being like, oh yeah, I, I just don't trust that the women are going to have good relationships. Not ever taking into account like, oh, maybe these women have to fight for resources and for you over the years, so maybe they don't get along. Like, oh no, it's just because they're women. So Mary then, she kind of asked him like, so are you saying for plural marriage to work, all the wives have to be best friends, no ifs, ands, or buts? 
And, you know, like a patronizing prick, Cody comes into this, like, monologue about, you know, chess. And he goes, I don't know if you ladies have ever played chess, um, but, you know, you have a king on the board, and a king is nothing without his queen. I hate when people call themselves king and they have their queen. My husband ever said, I'd be like, are you high? Go away. Now Cody goes on to say, imagine there are three queens and, you know, you can own the world. Well, the board in this case, but say they're all battling each other, you know, and that's what happened with Christine. And he goes yada yada on about the queens need to work together. Cody was clearly probably watching the Queen's Gambit around this time, so he was thinking all about chess, I bet. <laughs> um, but yeah, essentially, like, Cody is saying that all the Queens were fighting each other, and that ended with Christine leaving. Okay. Um, so yeah, Cody is pretty much saying, like, they tried to put their best foot flo- forward and be optimistic and, you know, say there's why their lives are great and their relationships are so special. Um, but Cody's like, maybe it just wasn't. Uh, and he thinks, like, maybe they've done something wrong along along the line. Uh, but Cody just kind of leaves it at, like, I don't want to blame plural marriage, but it just seems like it doesn't work well for them. Yeah, I'd say so, especially since we found out today that you are pretty much a monogamous man now, Cody. I don't think plural marriage has worked well for you. So then, um, back in the conversation... She tells, Janelle tells Cody, like, she just wasn't going to miss an opportunity to be with almost all of her kids. Um, and she says, you know, you guys are going to have to work it out with a counselor or something because I can't be in the middle of this shit anymore. Like, she says it's ruining her relationship with Cody. That's already been ruined. Sorry, honey. And then Cody goes into his sulking mode some more and he's like, it's so weird. They get to pick and choose who they hang out with and I don't. It's like, Cody, you're the adult. They are kid. Well, they're adults themselves, but they are your kid in this respect. He's like sulking like it's like, oh, my friends get to go outside, but I don't. Like, this, he's so weird. He's like, and he regresses to this little sad boy sometimes. And it's like, God, learn how to like process your emotions and like conflict resolution. Oh, oh. I don't know how a therapist would even handle Cody. God, could you imagine being a therapist and Cody Brown is your client? Did they have Nancy for a while, their therapist? <laughs> I need to tell all from Nancy. Um, anyways, so then, actually, Cody apologizes and he's like, well, anyway, I'm sorry. And he apologizes to Janelle, probably because he realized, you know, he's coming down from his rage and now realizes that the cameras have now caught two blowups of his within the season. I love that. I love it. You know, probably in the back of his head after filming was done, he's like, fuck, they're going to keep both of those in there. Fuck. <laughs> God bless you, Cody Brown, that you keep, you still have no self-awareness and you still continue to make an ass of yourself on TV 17 seasons in. Thank God. God, this man's a piece of shit, but I also just love how willing he is to just make great television for me. Oh. <laughs> Um, and then we end the episode, Janelle, in a talking head, says that, you know, she's never seen their family have divides this deep, um, and now Christine, having left, that's a big departure from what their family has looked like for many years. So, you know, this is the ultimate test their family of their family. Can they hold it all together? Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> and then the episode ends. Um, 
And yeah, so we are going to be on our one-on-ones next weekend. I'm very, very, or well, a couple days, actually. I'm very excited. Uh, I think it's three parts. So from what I've heard is uh, the first part will air this week. It won't be next week because next Sunday will be Christmas, so they're skipping it. And then the following two weeks will be the second and third part. So we'll be going into, I think it will be the first week of January, maybe is when the third part ends. Or when the third part will air, so it'll be the end of the season. Oh, man. I'm really, really excited to see what um, Robin and Cody have to say for themselves. <laughs> Especially Cody. And, because I know Sukanya asks him, like, so is Janelle your favorite, or uh, Robin your favorite wife? And then he goes into, you know, that's the most unfair question ever. Is it? I don't think so. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, so, like I said... This was a really fun finale. I'm so glad all the truth bombs that Janelle is dropping. Uh, and I'm sorry that it came out a few days late. Um, I appreciate everyone's patience and understanding. But yeah, uh, I'm ready to go for Sunday. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> if you guys have any other um, thoughts or feelings about reality TV or scripted shows you're liking, any of that type of stuff... Um, get a hold of me. So follow the podcast on Instagram at Adventures in Reality TV. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Advent in Reality. Um, send an email to the podcast, uh, Adventures in Reality TV at gmail.com. And yeah, so I love to hear from you guys. Leave a five star review, five stars only. <laughs> and yeah, um, I will talk to you guys soon with some more Sister Wise and whatever else I feel like. So be good to one another. Don't be an asshole. Bye. <laughs> this has been a production of See Money Entertainment. Follow us on Instagram at Adventures in Reality TV or on Twitter at Advent in Reality.